Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. How's the bacon, did you say? That's it, Oh, what a fantastic hit! Roy Keane on Holland. Here's Sancho. I'm your host, Nathan Cupid. I'm joined by Dylan McKenzie. Hello. And James Jackson. Hello, everyone. And we're back for episode two of the Football Manager Chronicles. I hope you enjoyed the theme music as the entrance. <laughs> We've really got into some top-level content for, for what we're going to fire at you. So, thoughts on the theme music, lads? I was blown away by how much I enjoyed Palmer's anthem when I when I, when I, when I went searching for one and I found and I found that after after the inspiration of your Rad Justin Villa song and Dill's quality Deportivo song. Deportivo is my favourite, I have to say. It's I, I, I just found it. I just thought it was Raj. Like a punk. I don't know. I don't even know what it is. It's just funny. <laughs> and as always. Another array of classic football shirts. Yeah, I saw so an I'm... NFL shirt on this week. <laughs> <laughs> I Super Bowl week. For the listeners rather than the YouTube viewers, Nathan's got a classic England Euro 2000 shirt with McManaman on the back. I've got Barca 96 97, Ronaldo top on. And Dill's got. I've got a. Uh... Charges alternate with a colour 30 on the back of anyone knows he is. <laughs> He's also got a Sancho. For our American shirt. listeners. For our American and, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a Sancho shirt and an Apple Tree FC shirt in the background too. And oh. Ric Flair. Oh yeah, I see Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a reason why I've got this shirt on as well, but we'll get into it. So I'll let Jamie take over now. Yeah. Yeah, so part two of our FM Chronicles. Um, before we get started on our own saves, I uh, just want to say thanks to everybody that sent in pictures of their own Champman and football manager saves. Keep them coming. Um, Stephen from T7 Cloven sent one in of Boston. Was it Boston United? Boston United. Yeah. Lo- love the fact Jao Paiva and Mike Duff were already signed. Absolutely quality. <laughs> you can't, cannot go wrong with Mike Duff on Champman 01 or 2. Phenomenal. <laughs> Uh, Bill Graham sent us one of a Crystal Palace squad today as well. I, I got that last night off him. Milan Barros up top. 
Yeah. Very much. That was Chapman 03 or 4. Loving the variety of the of the games being shown, like so. Hopefully, like people just send send us them. I pure love seeing them, me. Oh, absolutely. Me and oh, a lot of, me and a lot of work, Stephen McCready. I'll give him a shout because he won't let it go. He eventually pushed me into starting the YouTube channel after putting it off. But we've started one at, at work on the work computer on Championship Manager 4. We've got <laughs> old firm, Silicon Rangers. So. Oh, busy, busy life in the milk life, being able to play football. Always, mate. Always. <laughs> Quality. Well, quick recap. I'll, I'll start on my save first. So, quick recap from episode one, what we got up to. We covered pre-season and that. I left it after a defeat against Fiorentina on the opening day and then a victory over Juventus, leaving myself 10th in the league as I went into September. Uh, for those, if you haven't listened to episode one, then it's a bit mad that you're listening to episode two of it. Um, <laughs> but go back and listen to episode one if you haven't. And if you can't remember, I'm in charge of Palmer in the 99-2000 season on FM20. Again, shout out to the FM Retro Group for creating such a mid database for it as well. Absolutely. Um, but started off September and it's just started with an international break straight away, which I hate. I hate them in real life at the start of the season, but I hate them even more in Football Manager. You're just getting into your stride and you're excited on a new save and then international break. So, do you not click on? I'm pure stupid, mate. I don't click on. Like, you know, when like it's like players have been called up for national duty. Aye. Every time. I just skip it because I'm an arse and then I, can't, I get caught out when it says in the top corner 14 days till next game. I'm like, Aye. oh, oh yeah. no, I, love, I love the international break, me. <laughs> <laughs> On footy manager. Yeah, mate. If, you've got, if you've got players in in your, in your an international squad that don't really deserve to be there, like Gareth Southgate on mine, then... <laughs> I've got more of a fear that my players are getting injured. <laughs> that's, it, that's exactly it. I'm always shitting myself. <laughs> I'm a bummer. Fortunately, I got through this international break, two-week one and all, um, unscathed uh, injury-wise. I was all right. Um, I had a little click on England to see what who was in their squad. And nice to see a 17-year-old Joe Cole scoring two goals on his international debut against Ukraine. Fair uh, enough. 3-0 victory. Nice. Well, Shearer got the other. Um, but anyway, we're back to City Action mid-September with an away fixture to Roma, who was sat 15th. In the no, sorry, on the 15th of September, away at Roma. Uh, nice touch. First match I noticed, Pierre Lusley Kalina was refereeing. Yes, Plus. I forgot how hard your start was. Yeah, I was a yeah. of fixtures at the start. <laughs> um, my team for the Roma game, um, was Crespo and Amoroso up top, Ortega just behind them, Mark Van Bommel, summer signing alongside Dino Baggio in centre mid, Bog Hossian as a central uh, CDM. And uh, Vinoli and Fuser is attacking win backs with Cannavaro, Turam, centre half, Gigi Buffon in nets. Um, in a pretty dull affair where nicks all happened, it finished nil nil. I can't really report on anything. Amoroso, whose attributes on it are absolutely mint, for the third game in a row, got like a 6.4 rating. So I'm like falling out with him big time. <laughs> like I thought him and Crespo would be absolutely unreal together up top, but. Three yeah. games in, and uh, he's not doing much at all. Um, if you remember, I mentioned on the first episode that when you take over an Italian club, none of the squad numbers are assigned. Mm-hmm. Yes. Francesco Totti, number six. Oh, piss off. Aye. So whoever's in, what whatever CPU is in charge of Roma on this save has handed Totti the number six shirt. 
Love it. Outside the box. What? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it upset me big time. Yeah, that's that's quite. Like, that would annoy me, but like big, big time. So, moving on to my fourth game of the season in this uh, horrible start. It was at home to Inter. Inter Milan side that contains Ronaldo, Christian Vieri, Alvaro Recoba. Um, I started, I changed things up a little bit for the Inter game. I dropped on Amoroso and I moved Ortega to play up front with Crespo and Fabian O'Neill, my summer signing, gave him his first start in camp. Um, the rest of the team was unchanged. Pretty, pretty solid uh, midfield of Van Bommel, Baggio and Bog Hossian. Uh, they play really well together and the defence is the same as the Roma game. And in an absolute mental game for Italian football at the time, <laughs> uh, Ronaldo gives Inter Milan the lead, Crespo equalises, Vieri gives Inter Milan the lead again, Crespo equalises, then Zanetti puts them 3-2 up. So I had to just throw everything on Amoroso was on all my attacking players fired on and I was playing like a, like two cams and three uh, strikers at the time and then in the 92nd minute Amoroso bugs in the 94th <laughs> minute Amoroso bugs so I'm now 4-3 up and then the 96th minute uh, Di Baggio own goal beating oh, the 5-3 oh, get it Three goals in four minutes of stoppage time. <laughs> it's phenomenal. That is so unlike Italy at that period of time. <laughs> I know. That's a screaming. That's a screaming down the house game. That like. Oh, well, I was going absolutely berserk. Like, <laughs> and after I'd like, I'd sl- I'd been slagging off like Amoroso, like in my head, like whilst playing this so much, and then like just like slating him there to use, and then from come off the bench and score his first two goals of the season. Such a big game. Just chuffed. One bad thing, Dino Baggio got uh, injured in the game and was out for two weeks afterwards. Oh, oh, Dino. I know. So, um, but it was our next game on the 30th was a home tie against Perugia. So, I thought I'll rotate things a little bit. Um, started a young uh, Marco Di Vaio up top. Nice. Um, who, who was a player I actually, like, I was really fond of when I was younger. For some reason, he just, I, don't, I just, I had him as, like, the Italian Kevin Phillips in my head. He was good. FIFA <laughs> all five. He's phenomenal. But he, he was a good player. He's not very good on this mind. His attributes aren't that good. Um, I had to bring uh, Roberto Breda in for Dino Baggio in centre mid. Um, didn't start Amoroso again. Um, as I said, Divao and Crespo up top. Um, and I gave Puyol his first start ahead of Taram at centre back. But the rest was unchanged. I thought I'd absolutely hammer them, even with that team. And it took a Fabian O'Neill penalty late on to get the win. It was only a 1-0 win. Um, again, Antonio Cassano, his debut. 17-year-old Antonio Cassano yeah, came, off, came off the bench. Um, but decent, pretty happy with that month. Two wins and a draw, can't really complain. Um, so that's that for September. So I was fourth in the league going into October. Um, Fiorentina were top. Um, Batistuta had um, absolutely 17 goals. I uh, scored in every game, basically. <laughs> every game. So on the 5th of October, away to Torino, who, when it came up with the starting 11s, I noticed had Ian Taylor on loan from Aston Villa. <laughs> okay, now. I'm good in the transfer market, like. 
<laughs> so I started Chris Bourne Ortega up top, um, O'Neill in cam, um, Van Bommel and Bog Hossie in centre mid with Breda playing in that CDM. Brought Turam back in for uh, Puyol, but uh, the rest the rest was unchanged. Vinoli Fuser wing backs, Buffon and goal, Cannavaro centre half. Um, stormed the game in the first half, 3 0 up at half time with goals from Lillian Turam, Vinoli. And an absolute worldie from Fabian O'Neill, which went on to win third in goal of the month. And then just fell to pieces the second half. Um, and only ended up scraping a 3-2. Uh, Marco Ferrant scored for them. And, uh, and a Pecchio, I don't, know, I don't know who that was. That was his surname, though. So, 3-2 victory. I checked the Serie A table and stats and that after that game. Fiorentina won 4-0 that weekend. Batistuta. 10 goals in six games. <laughs> yes, <laughs> obviously. All world is it? So that, that's after five games. Um, sorry, six games in the league. So I'm five unbeaten. Fiorentina are top with 18 points from a possible 18. Um, I'm third. An international break's coming up again. And for some reason, you know when like you get like a couple of players called up, yeah, and, yeah. You can, and you can just say and they ask you if you want to postpone a game or not. Well, I didn't read properly, did I? So I said I postponed the game. So now I've got 22 games without a fucking game. Okay, now <laughs> 22 days without a game, man. Yeah, dude. Um, it gives time for like Dino Baggio to come back from injury and that. Um, but uh, during that international break, after going unscathed the first time, Gigi Buffon gets injured. Four to six oh. weeks out. Oh, 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 oh. And my sub goalkeeper, uh, Michillo, is, is like two stars compared to Buffon's five. I remember you said in the first pod, he, he said he was absolutely shite for like a pre-season <laughs> game or something. I was, I, I was, I was driven <laughs> because Buffon got injured in pre-season, so I thought yeah. I have to play him in the league game. Unfortunately, Buffon came back to fitness, but this... Out, out during that Raj 22-day international break. Um, so, for some, I missed a round of games in there, so I ended up with a game in hand, which I didn't really want. Um, Fiorentina finally dropped points with a 2-2 draw against Lazio. Batistuta scored again, though. Oh, probably. <laughs> and I finally got another game. after. So, my first game in October was on the 5th. My second game in October on the 27th. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it was away to Venezia, who were bottom of the league, 18th. Um, who had a couple of like Champman, like Champman legends playing in the side at the time. Ibrahim Barr, remember yep. him? Yeah, right winger and Torivo West, nice playing centre back for them. Um, they also had a uh, Galetti on loan from me. And he was allowed to play because in Italy, like you were always allowed to play against your parent club. club. Um, so basically, I've due to the injury to Buffon, I put my strongest possible eleven out. Apart from obviously, you had to bring in Michello for for Buffon. Um, it was nil nil. I think it was nil nil. I haven't made like too many notes on this. I think it was nil nil at half time. Um, I ended up winning the game two nil. Dino Baggio scored and Amoroso came off the bench to score. 
Ortega got two assists in the game, and I started. Ex- I tried experiment with a four-two-three-one late in the game because he could play Amoroso as a inverted winger on the left. Yeah, I, I just thought his, his attributes are that good. I was like, I need to try and get the best out of him. So if I play Crespo as a lone striker and Amoroso on the left and Ortega on the right, and o- O'Neill is the cam, like they're all like classing those positions on paper, just doesn't. <laughs> doesn't do anything <laughs> when, I, when I'm trying to manage them in the, in that situation. Um, three days later, at home to Verona, that's on the 30th of October. So I decide to start with the 4-2-3-1 in that. So just like I said there, Amoroso on the left, Ortega on the right, O'Neill in Cam, Crespo up top, got Van Bommel and Baggio centre midfield and a flat back four in this game of Vinoli, Cannavaro Lassisi and Turan playing at right back Salu Lassisi I Salu Lassisi he's a mid player and premier manager 98 99 <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, his attributes are unreal on this his potential on it is like five star oh. uh, he's wanted by Barca and Real Madrid what a um, player he is he's only like 20 year old um, so my experiment on 4-2-3-1 uh, got off to a flyer when Amoroso got injured on the 29th minute, so I had to make a substitution. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, switch back to my 4 4 2 diamond that I've been enjoying. Um, which didn't bother us because like, that formation works, but it was just annoying that I was going to try something a bit different. Mm. And that ended up. And plus, I've, I've still got in my mind that I want to do this Ronaldinho thing. <laughs> so in, in my head I want to play Ronaldinho on the inverted winger on the left hand side cutting in and scoring worldies for Palmer that, that's my vision that I've seen And uh, but anyways back to the 4-4-4-2 diamond um, won the game 2-0 Crespo with a couple of goals um, after that game I was second with only three points off top after eight games played which is quite good as well because I've got that game in hand so I'm thinking this is I, I might achieve my my target of winning the Serie A in my first season. Um, and then uh, November, so I start November second in the league. Um, my review first. I started taking note of what my like performance reviews were by the board. Um, B for my October. Well, for like well overall, how are we getting on after October? The board were giving us a B. And it was at this point as well, we recorded the first episode. So I decided after hearing how Nath, Dion Dublin was doing for Nath, I thought I'd have a look at Dion Dublin's stats. <laughs> Wait till you hear this, eh? It's the 2nd of November and Dion Dublin has played 28 games. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Do you want to take a guess at how many goals he scored? 14. Nath. Yeah. Never mind, there's inter-total cup games in this as well. 50 or something. 50. 50. 27. Jesus. 27 goals in 28 games. So I so I dug a bit deeper and went to see like where they started from. So obviously you start like Nate said, started in the first rounds of the Inter-Total Cup. Dion Dublin had nine goals in the first three games of the Inter-Total Cup. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Good God. He scored like six in one, two in the other, and one in the other. Quality. <laughs> Goal machine. Goal machine. For the listeners, uh, Nath just held up a framed 
picture of uh, Dion Dublin to the to the camera. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting about I keep forgetting about the listeners. I'm not addicted to mint, the YouTube channel. Mint now. condition <laughs> Danini card, by the way. It is. It is and Henningberg's chasing him in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so I, call, I absolutely love that Dion Dublin. Dion Dublin stats there: twenty-seven goals in twenty-eight games. No, that's absolutely class. And I bet he hasn't picked. I bet he hasn't picked up a single England cap either. No, he's not. He's Keegan not out. Keegan out. Get him to Palmer. <laughs> I, I might have to, if I'm a Russo, doesn't book his ideas up. I might have to get a bid in for for Big Dion. Hey, Dion would love it in Palmer. <laughs> but um, so third of November. I've got a home game against Regina, who are 15th in the table, and I reverted back to my 4-4-2 diamond. Um, resting uh, Ortega, I've got Crespo starting up top with uh, Marco Duval with him, O'Neill in Cam, Van Bommel and Baggio and Bog Hossian, my midfield three, Manoli, Fuse and my wing-backs, Canavano and Taram, centre-half, Mikolo in goal. Um, so... Dino Baggio puts us ahead on the 15th minute. Fabian O'Neill makes it 2-0 on the 23rd minute by a penalty. It's quality on pens. Absolutely. Un- <laughs> like I, he's, ahead of, he's my number one penalty take ahead of Crespo and everyone. He's absolutely class. He's a snip as well. Um, I've, I've got pure obsessed with Fabian O'Neill after this save. I went and done some research on him and like is a Raj character. Um, anyways, Lillian Turam on the 64th minute made it 3-0 um, before um, Roberto Baronio pulled one back for Regina and then Hernan Crespo on the 92nd minute made it 4-1. So I was quite pleased when, like, I know White is when Buffon got injured, but Buffon got injured and then my next fixtures were Venezia, Verona and Regina. And there's... Two clean sheets in those first games and only conceded one. So three games conceded one goal. He's doing pretty well. Fair dues. It's all right, to be fair. Yeah. Fair dues, big man. So I had another look at what my rivals were doing. Um, Batistuta now has 14 goals in nine games <laughs> after a brace against Udinese. <laughs> Obviously, oh, man. That man's on fire. Imagine him and Dion up top, man. Combined age of 60 odd, but they're banging the goals. Goals everywhere, man. The uh, my, because of my goalkeeper issue, I was having a you know, when they just regen a keeper for you, yeah, and uh, and they're like 17 and they're the worst attributes known to man. Well, I had to have one of them on the bench, so I was getting like I was starting to really white either. I was um, <laughs> like gonna get another keeper injury, so I brought in a like a regen YTS keeper as backup as well. So because I, I sold a keeper in the summer without thinking that I need three keepers. It was a total oversight. <laughs> um, and then I was looking at my squad, right? And I was like, I want to get Puyol minutes. And I can't remember playing him for ages. And I looked, I was I've not played him like the previous four games. So I was like, why not? And I had a look. And he's been on international duty at this point for six weeks. So I I I had a look at Spain's under twenty one fixtures and I hadn't had a game in ages. <laughs> Why is he, he still play, away? Does, with he, does, he, does, he, does he not play for under twenties as well? Maybe because like I've got it's not like in my thingy. I, you know I got Armini on mine. Yeah, 
like come towards the end of the season, like it's not like a big thing in my thing. I lose him for like six, eight weeks because he plays, he goes to the under 21 Euros and then he goes to the under 20 World Cup. <laughs> I would, so, so I can't, I can't even get the lad minutes, and he's like potentially is like four and a half stars, but the minute is only like two and a half, three. So I like, I need to get in the minutes to get his like ability up, and is away a bloody dossing with the Spanish kids. Uh, I so, see if he's in one of them squads. That's mad. Like an Olympics or something. No, I, I can't mind now. Looking back, I remember just getting like frustrated. And then, one did I think? One did I forgot to ask you? Have you used two? Only got five subs, like real life, or is it? Nine. Uh, I've got nine subs. Aye. What about you, Nerf? Five. You got five. Oof. You, you've only got five subs. Well, it used to be five in the prem, didn't it? I did used to be five in the prem. In the nineties, so I was like, I would wonder how much he had. It's hard. <laughs> the um. Anyway, so back to so after realizing that I didn't have like I wasn't playing Puyol, I thought give Lassisi minutes, like some more minutes as well. Now, the 10th of November, I was away to Piacenza, who were 11th. Kalina was ref again, which was nice to see. Nice. Um, started Crespo and Ortega up top, with O'Neill just behind them. The midfield three, Dynamo, Van Bommel, Baggio and Boghossian. Uh, played a flat-back four scenes, I was away. And uh, it was a mid-table side with Vinoli, Cannavaro, Lassisi and Taram and uh, Mitrolo in nets. Um, Vinoli... The left back is wanted by like Barca, Real Madrid, Man United. Doesn't get called up to the Italy squad and he's unreal. He's absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> um, and in this game, scored on the 67th minute before Tomic equalised with a penalty um, for Piacenza. And then Vinoli got another on the 88th minute. Nice. Get in. A brace from your left back who <laughs> after to, to win the game 2-1. So I was thinking, like I'm flying here. That's seven wins in a row now. Um, the, oh, I brought on Cassano for some more minutes in that game and a young Johnny A. Montano, the Colombian attacking midfielder, nice. who, took up, who took up one of my non Is that the one you didn't want? <laughs> ah, the one I didn't want. <laughs> 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 I took up one of my non Hugh spaces. Yeah. Um, so that's seven wins in a row now. Um, ten games in. Second after those ten games. Fiorentina still three points ahead of us. The top three goal scorers in the league, uh, Batistuta with 15, Ronaldo with 13, and Pipo Inzaghi with nine for Juve. Nice. But totally forgot like how unreal Juve's squad is on that. Oh, yeah. Because like, obviously, like, I, I beat them in the second game 3 1. That was a Juve that had Del Piero, Zidane, Inzaghi, Davids, Montero, <laughs> like absolute quality players. Um, and then my last game of the month was the 25th of November and it was at home to Lazio so obviously I've, I've played a lot of lower league sides low, lower league sides after my tough opening game and obviously in real life this was the season Lazio won the league yeah but they had uh, like Varon playing for them Marcelo Salas um, Pavel Nedved so absolute quality players in their team at the time in the build up to that game Vinoli got injured 23rd after just scoring a brace in the game before so I had to play can you remember uh, Michel Serena yeah um, he he his, he can play either left left wing back or right wing back so Ooh, that's quite brought, good. Him in, brought him into the side um, 
Diego FM, is a, FM is a cruel mistress with injuries in that month. Uh, it is because I was also missing Diego Fuse through injury in this game as well. So that was both me fullbacks. Like, Stabs uh, you in the fucking heart uh, every time you get on a run or something. Yeah. Oh, mint, yeah. Mint, mint run, beating all the teams <laughs> I was expected to beat. I'm coming up against Lazio at home. Like, pure hard fixture. I Both your first choice wing backs are injured in the book. <laughs> yeah, boom! <laughs> Back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the same weekend as the Milan derby. So, if you want to know the result of that, Inter won 3 2 with nice. a brace from Alvaro Recoba. Nice. Who was available on loan at the start of the season, but I opted to loan Perlo instead. Billy Boy. But, uh, I've, not, I've not actually, I know I've not, I've not mentioned Perlo at all during this. Know, at this point, I was just bringing him on as a sub from time to time. Imagine not uh, playing the metronome. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to him as it goes on. <laughs> All in due course. But I, I, this, I was just so impressed with how well O'Neill was doing that like, Pearl on the game is a cam. So ah. he's not getting the... Originally, like, Ortega was my first choice cam. Now, obviously, I'm playing him as a like a forward alongside Crespo because I'm a Rosa of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got Fabian O'Neill playing just behind the front two. So I've just been bringing Pearl on for him, for, for him from time to time. Um, so his home game against Lazio, who was at eighth. Sven Joran Eriksson in charge of them, by the way. Sven is the minutes. Yes. So my starting eleven is Crespo, Ortega, up top, O'Neill just behind them. The ever reliable Van Bommel, Baggio, and Bog Hossian. <laughs> just rolls off the tunnel. So many beans. It does so well. I tried to sell Bog Hossian at the start of the season as well, and he's been like my best midfielder. <laughs> I've had to apologise to him. That's what I like about <laughs> football manager as well. You're like, oh, I don't want him. And then they mint. Oh, proper class. And then, <laughs> and then such a rotated back for this. Serena at left back. The CC and Cannavaro centre-half and Taram playing right back. And like for a game like that, I'd much rather have had Cannavaro and Taram like partner each other. And mm. especially Vinoli after scoring a bloody brace like in the game before. Um, anyway, so we get a penalty early on. I totally forgot that Ortega was actually my first choice penalty taker. So watching the game, I was like, get in, O'Neill's bagging this, no bother. Ortega steps up, puts it away for his first goal of the season, so I couldn't complain. Um, and then we concede a penalty. And oh, can you remember Almeida? Argentinian yeah. central midfielder. Well, he converts the penalty to equalise for them. Oh, Second half, Dino Baggio on the 50th minute puts us 2-1 up. Stupid Dino. Yeah. Juan Sebastian Verón comes back to haunt us on the 64th minute and equalises for Lazio, so it's twos each. The little witch. Crespo then puts us 3-2 up on the 70th minute. <laughs> What's going on with Italian for? Aye, only for Marcello Salas to equalise on the 74th minute. <laughs> And then I thought I'd won it on the 90th minute when Dino Baggio puts Palmer 4-3 up going into stoppage time against Lazio at home. And then Crystal Palace cult hero Attilio Lombardo scores an equaliser in the 92nd minute of the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll tell you what, oh. I am watching Golazzo every single week as a bear if, that, if that, them scores are coming in. I don't know, man. Imagine that. <laughs> four, four, four. You know, the best thing it was, I, I, I was like, I was playing this, and uh, my sister was like nearby, and uh, she was talking to us, and I was just kind of like 
semi ignore and I was like, he scored here. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, like, I, I had to hide how angry I was because like Fiona was there as well and I didn't want to look like, a, like I was pure booting off on football managers. So I was like, fucking hell, man. Like, <laughs> if I was on my own, I'd have flipped like. Boot off, it's mint. So 4-4. Four, four. So my run of seven wins in a row comes to a halt in a dramatic 4-4 draw at home to Lazio. <laughs> um, and then, uh, well, I thought that was my last game in November and I've turned the page and I'm here. November 30th, AC Milan away. Who, yeah. they're currently sat fifth in the league. Um, Shevchenko's first season at them. They've got Shevchenko and Bierhoff up top. No oh, use. And uh, obviously... The defence of Maldini, Costa Curta. Um, oh, who else did they have in there? Caladze. Caladze. I keep Caladze. They had a younger two so in centre mid. Panucci in that squad as well. Uh, I Panucci. Christian Panucci. I mm. right back for them. And Ambrosini. Oh, Ambrosini. What and player? Dimitri Albertini. Ooh, squad. So I decided. When I, when I was looking at my team, I was thinking I need to generate some money because I, I didn't have much. And, and I was looking at who could maybe be disposable in that squad. And I thought, I've got Taram that can play right back. Lassisi is like coming on. He's been getting good ratings, playing centre-half. Puyol can play right back when he eventually comes back from international duty. I don't know what's happening here. Serena, he can fill in left-back and right-back. And Bonavaro can fill in left-back and right-back. So Diego Fuser, pal. Oh, oh right, man. okay. I thought you were going Cannavaro. Oh, shit myself there. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Turam can play at the back, I was like, what? Oh, no, <laughs> no. Say, still Cannavaro, I'm like, game over, mate. Oh, oh. <laughs> would, would not do that, eh? Would not do that. <laughs> Diego Fuser. So I started offering him about, started like getting the feelers out and uh, some clubs are starting to generate interest. So, I reckon I'll be able to sell him by January. Well, I get about ten million yeah. for him. He's, he's thirty-one and he's out of contract the following season, so nice. Ten million will be all right. Um, so after Ariel Ortega scores his first goal for us in that home game against Lazio, he's then injured for four weeks. Right after, of course, like, yeah. Football Honestly. manager, isn't it? Um, Amoroso's back from injury, so far I'll give I'll give him the start in this crucial away game against AC Milan. Got Crespo up top, Amoroso, O'Neill just behind them, Van Bommel, Baggio, Boghossian, and then same back four and goalkeeper as the previous game. This game pissed me clean off. This was one of them, <laughs> games, this was one of them games, right, where you just, you just dominate for the whole thing and you just know you're never going to score. You watch the little... Obviously, yeah. I play with a 2D pitch, so I watch the dots maze through the defence and miss chance after chance after chance. I had 62% possession in the game and veteran Dimitri Albertini bagged twice. Oliver Bierhoff missed a pen and the hand Ambrosini sent off as well. And I still couldn't, like, just pff, nothing went right for us in terms of an attacking perspective. Like, Albertini's second goal come, like, very late on and Ambrosini was sent off quite early. But nah, it's nothing. So, first, first defeat since the first game of the season. Um, lost lost 2-0 away to AC Milan 
and that, that that finishes off that finishes off November. Um, my performance review is now only at C plus, and I am noticing I am hemorrhaging coin every month. There's like two point seven million like down each month from like wages and that because there's like there's no TV money at all in it. Like, yeah, it's the um, beginning of the Parmalat rot. I know that's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> you've fallen quite realistic. I'm gonna have to start calling <laughs> players. Don't so, worry about it. Two more seasons, you'll have Mutu and Adriano up top. <laughs> it was like it was, it was another reason why I wanted to sell. I needed to find somebody that I could deem surplus to requirements and like not overly rely on. There's absolutely no way now I'd sell Boghossian in centre mid because that midfield three were unreal. The net like they're never injured. Like even when Badger got injured, it was like ten days. All, yeah. all sevens, like at least a seven every game. Um, so like they're mm-hmm. set in stone. There's no way Taramo Cannavaro's going, and there's fucking no chance Buffon's going. <laughs> so, I, I thought Diego fuses the he's a sacrificial lamb to, <laughs> to to avoid a real life Palmer catastrophe. Um, so after 12 games, that AC Milan game was my game in hand, by the way, that I missed for that 22 day international break. Yeah. Right. So. We've all played the same amount of games. The league table, as it stands after 12 games, Fiorentina top, 32 points. Inter Milan second, 31 points. Juve third with 29. Parma fourth, 26. Milan fifth, 24 points. Roma a sixth with 22 points. Um, Batistuta leads the goal-scoring chart <laughs> with 16. Um, Ronaldo, 13. Christian Vieri, 10. Um, Crespo, yes. Crespo and Inzaghi uh, joint fourth with nine goals nice fair player so after I was getting so excited when I was like hammering all those shitty teams and was like second and only three points behind Fiorentina but those those last two games have brought us back down to earth a bit like the, uh, <laughs> the Milan defeat and that like crushing 4-4 draw at Ultra Lazio when Antonio Lombardo got, <laughs> it would be him and all like when it, when Antonio Lombardo got that ball at the edge of the box and I went he's fucking scoring here like just because I because just because it was him I was like he played for twice the season before yeah, you just knew it was coming. You just knew it was coming. You just some, some exciting, some exciting games in that uh, city and ninety nine two thousand. Absolutely. But um, yeah, some to kind of summarise where I am at the minute. Um, happy with Crespo. Love my midfield free. Happy with my defence when they're all fit. Even that terrain is filled in really well when Benoli's <laughs> injured. But fucking Amoroso, like. <laughs> <laughs> <absolutely> <laughs> And uh, I'm to be honest, I'm not too happy with Ortega either. Like it's, he's got a few assists, but um, he's. I know I'm I'm playing him as a forward rather than a cam because O'Neill's doing so well. But we'll, we'll wait and see. I, I think uh, my my excitement of that I could do this in the first season is definitely like realism's hit us now. I was like, this is going to be a harder job than a than I thought it was two games ago when I was beating Regina. <laughs> <laughs> Reality's kicked in. Do you yeah. think you need more, like, do you think you need more of a squad, maybe? I definitely. To push on a bit, because you're 11 to yeah. mint. I, I think, I think I need, like, another world-class forward to play yeah. alongside Crespo. Oh, well, um, you know where one's hanging around. <laughs> get, get, get the next plane to Birmingham and see if I can get the jubes in. I've I've heard that they enjoy percussion instruments in Palmer Lake. 
No, to be fair, like looking at, I've started scouting South America loads because obviously at that period, like I remember Argentina won the under 20 World Cup at that time with players like Saviola, Pablo Aymar, um, Diego Melito, like his boyo as well, um, Andres de Alessandro, Diego Placente, Juan Pablo Sorin. All these players are still playing in South America and they're available for pure cheap, like just a couple of mil. So that's where I'm scouting at the minute. Like, I'm getting, I'm going to end up fucking myself over because I'm going to end up with about seven Argentinians or something. <laughs> <laughs> They'll all get called up for a youth tournament and I'll be relying on them all in the first team. Do we all be playing for them and all? <laughs> but no, nah, I, de- I definitely 100% need another world-class striker. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that's the missing piece of the jigsaw, really, is, is, is just that. Nice. Um, you know, I think the midfield's mint. Dino Baggio, I'm pure in love with Dino Baggio. Like, oh, <laughs> Oh, I love Dino Beggio so much. Absolutely class. And like, I maybe need Taram's best position on it at wing back. Mm, right. Full back wing back. So I think I maybe just need to like sign like a top, top centre back as well. Yeah. So I, can, so I can play Taram at right wing back and all. So David but... May's on loan at Man United. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so four, fourth in the table <laughs> after the. We're going into December, but happy so far. Pure enjoying it. Like it's yeah, absolutely. It's, it the, most, like it's the most fun I've had on a football manager save in a long, long time. Like just in terms of like just like just sheer enjoyment. Even when I'm like losing and like as I can say before, like, I got a bit annoyed when I Lombardo scored, but it's at, I tell you Lombardo scoring and <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just the fact it was Lombardo scoring, I found funny. So <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. That's uh, that's my progress. That's my progress so far. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, which which one of you guys want to go next? Uh, I'll go if you want. Yeah, go yeah, on. I same order as last time. Yeah, same order as last Hi. time. Continuity. Uh, right then. Deportivo. Pure and love. I'm pure enjoying it. That's like the best thing I've ever started. <laughs> um. Just like a little recap of the last time, people listening. Like my, so my season doesn't start till my first game of the season is until October the eighteenth. So for me, it was like just getting signings in. So if you remember, I signed Armini, Moa, Nemecha, and White. Yeah. Um. So September started with my discrimination of wingers continuing. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Basically, for this, I was just selling every winger because of my formation, playing 4-2-3-1, but with three narrow cams. Uh, Borja Galan went to Albacete for 250k. And I can't really say it. Claudio Buevueve went to Las Palmas for 200, 225k. Noble attempt there, Dil. Noble attempt. Well done. Right. <laughs> B-E-A-U-V-U-E. Buevueve. Bob Weaver, hi there, man. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, right? Because <laughs> they were going to like Division Two teams, that shit myself thinking, oh, but I made a mistake here. Like, I wasn't selling them to other Secunda B teams. They were all going to Division Above, like yeah. Las Palmas and Albacete. I was like, oh fuck. But I thought, <laughs> I thought, no, I'm gonna stick to what I want to try with the three narrow cams and see how it works. Because I've never really been a fan of wingers on Footy Manager lately. The last three games. Um, so on the 18th of September, got another player in 
uh, but he put him in the just put him in the under twenty team. Um, Pablo Suarez on loan from Betis. Uh, for no, I've got Pablo Suarez from one hundred ninety k from Betis, eighteen year old striker, straight into the twenties team. But the reason I mentioned it is we'll we'll go on to it in the season. <laughs> um, and then I loaned striker Luna Campini from AC Milan for the season, and that's my business done. That's nice. Uh, Imagine, like, because what you you're in like the third tier of Spain. So imagine, yeah. imagine a team in League One loaning a player from AC Milan. <laughs> oh, I, I totally like, I totally shot realism out the water with my signings, like loaning people from Tottenham, Man City, and AC Milan. But, <laughs> but it, it's the risk though, because like obviously I told you about the financial stuff. Yeah, I've got all these players off the, the books. Campanini's only on a grand a week. I've only got a pair of grand a week. Uh, Nemeche is my most expensive loan, three grand a week. Yeah. Um, that Bueve that you said, whatever, he was on like eight grand a week. So, like, the wingers were on quite a lot of money. So, to get them off the bid, uh, the wages was quite good. Hmm. Um, so, as I told you last time, we only won one pre season game, got beat off Sheffield Wednesday. So, the first game in September was, as I mentioned, uh, long servant of the club, Alex Bergantinos' testimonial <laughs> nice. versus. Belenenses of the Portuguese Premier Division uh, ended up losing three two, but to be honest, it was just one of those games where like you make like nine subs and that just I'm seeing how people are. Uh, good things was Nemetri scored on his debut, um, and Bergantinos got a testimonial. He didn't play for them, so he mustn't have had anything to do with them. He just played ninety minutes for me. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, after the game, I thought. I could maybe do with some midfield reinforcements, even though I said my business was done. Um, so we approached 35-year-old free agent Sully Montari. Nice! <laughs> nice! <laughs> Don't get too excited, lads, because the greedy bastard won 12 grand a week. Oh, uh, Sully, man. I don't know. Uh, what a nightmare. Uh, I, I wish I could tell you who he ended up signing for, but I went in a total pop with him and just... Just remove them on my shortlist and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't, I, I can't have a I can't have a mission of uh, get the finances back and give Sully Montari like I know a everything. How'd you do with that though? Like oh, I've done so well to get it, it is pure yeah. fun when you like when when you go and like you, your wage budget and you see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, you think oh, I've, I've done fucking good here. I should be an accountant. Like all my signings have been loans. <clears throat> apart from the the young lad from Betis. And like, because it's a low division, right? He literally, all I had to do with him was a wage, uh, a promotion, like, increase and a goal bonus. You know, like, sometimes you have, like, 40 different things to go for. Yeah. Yeah. The entire one's, like, unused sub bonus, substitute bonus, uh, top yeah. goal scorer bonus. Like, Sully, man, you're 35 midfield and CDM, you're not going to get top goal scorer. <laughs> like, I'm just like, nah, <laughs> sorry, mate. To be fair, uh, though, with all your signings you've brought in, imagine if you brought in Montari, like the board must have been like, oh, this manager's got connections. <laughs> hey, he's with me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so moved on in pre season. So we lost that. So we haven't won a pre season game yet, which is a bit worrying. Um, but we played um, on the 19th, we played Villa Ables. Uh, most of the pre season games now are against other Secunda teams because all the other leagues in the world have started. Um, apart from ours, lowers so nice little uh, three nil win over Villares. Um, thirty five year old Colombian forward Miku scored a pen. Uh, Salva 
Ruiz left back scored and Capini scored on his debut. Nice. Uh, and the best thing about this month was, uh, which I didn't expect, uh, after the match, the board confirmed with the sales of big earners and the shrewd business on incomings, I have passed the objective to repair the club's finances one year ahead of schedule. <laughs> Get to him. So that's got already got a big thumbs up from the board and it got us put got us straight from a D to a B. Nice. Thingy, that so. is unreal. I was a bit chuffed with that. It, it made us think should I dip into the market, but I thought no, let's just see how it goes. Like don't don't start just shooting all the money out everywhere. Uh, so on the twenty sixth of set, I'll just shoot mainly through these because they're just preseason games, lads. Um, so one thing from my lineup uh, is I mentioned Hector Hernandez, the left back, having a mint name. Yeah. yeah. Um, he like got injured for like three months. So that's why that Salva Ruiz is playing. But uh, it turned out to be a bit of a godsend, to be honest. But we'll get on to that. <laughs> so be careful how I say this. Um, on the 26th then, we played Negreria in a um, convincing 8-0 win nice. in pre-season. Love that. Uh, Uche Agbo scored. Uh, Captain Celso Borges scored two. Capini got a three. Uh, centre half Osede scored and not the actual man but Rui Costa scored <laughs> uh, <laughs> I should have 50 year old Rui Costa <laughs> love it love it <laughs> and then four days later we played Viverio and won 9-0 so I was getting a bit excited I was like storming pre-season I don't know what was going on <laughs> what, like, like, I've noticed on saves that, like, even like when players do mint in front, there's not the confidence pure goes up. Yeah, like, I, I, well, I went on my dynamics and like flying, like, but um, yeah, uh, Nicolo Armini scored, uh, Cam called Rako scored three, Ignacio Gonzalez scored three, Moa made his debut. And remember when I mentioned Diego Roland got injured, he yeah. came off the bench and scored. So I was like, pure happy with that. I was like, right, Roland's getting back to fitness. Um, but however, I wasn't happy with, um, I came out the dressing room and was greeted by the press who informed me that while the game was going on, my director of football made a bid for 37-year-old goalkeeper Lee Grant from Manchester United. <laughs> my director of football has had nothing to do with any transfer over the entire summer and thought I need to get another business here and made a bid for Lee Grant and thank fuck it was rejected because <laughs> I, I would not have been happier nah. is there no way you can terminate the director of football's contract or anything like a mutual consent thing, I would do that. Like, get rid of that. If he's going to, be I didn't know. I didn't know what to do because I thought if I get higher up, it might come in handy. Mm. But I just left it for the minute because he, he doesn't. He didn't really have anything to do with transfers, so I was all right. Um, Fucking Lee Grant. But honestly, I was fuming. Like, do you know when it popped up on my thing? I thought it was like uh, another team, uh, and oh. I was like, you know when you like schedule? What is it? When you look at, when it comes on your feed. Like the social, like the social. Yeah, and... I was like oh, Lee Grant, and then I and then I read it again. It was like Lacaroon, you make one k bid, and I was like, right, what the fuck <laughs> is this about? It's a bid off for the grand. I rejected a grand. Bid off for the grand. Like, Lee Grant, I was like, what are you doing? Oh, I some of the finances that he was offering was ridiculous. Like, hopefully, I wouldn't have went in with the contract offer anyway. 
because I've got a lad called Carlos Abad and I've got a young keeper called Lucho who's like, all right. And I'm, I'm so I was quite happy with my keepers. Like I, I was, that was the first thing I looked at, to be honest, was like, how good are my keepers? But they were all Just right. So I was like, there's, no, there's no need. And then that dickhead. <laughs> so yeah, uh, September finishes with the first um, bit of bit of a grovel with the board. But it's all right. It was rejected. It cooled down. So uh, this is when I got my first shock of the Spanish league in which I'd read the rules the start of October. Yeah. Uh, I had to um, implement my squad and I was just going off the 25 players, blah, blah, blah. Mm. That's not how the case in Segunda B. Oh, no. Um, oh, I had to finalise my squad and you're only allowed 22 players. And of the 22 players, you're only allowed 16 to be over the age of 22. Oh my <laughs> word! Yes. So how do you even manage with that man? <laughs> I managed to get it in that people that missed out were um, a winger called Keko, who was the only winger that I'd actually kept because he could play wing back. He could play a few different positions. Yeah. Um, centre back Derek Osidi, uh, centre mid called Yango Gandai, who's Spanish. I was like, what kind of Spanish name is that? <laughs> Yango Gandai and then a cam called uh, the only cam to miss out because obviously I've fight a film my squad with cams uh, was Mona Muesca but like his stats were terrible so I didn't really care and he was uh, he was young enough to put in the under 20 squad yeah that's all uh, uh, lucky that low that he got away with it just about yeah. I had to rejig um Originally, I left out a centre-half called Granero, but I didn't know he'd just been signed by the club. Like It wasn't my signing, but yeah. obviously in real life, Deportivo had just signed him. So he kicked off, but you had like a day. Like the start of October, it tells you you squad, but you don't have to yeah. finalise it till the 4th. So yeah. I took a Sadie out and put him back in just to try and keep the cool. Yeah. And to be fair... A seed is 27-year-old. I thought he'd be kicking off like, oh, I'm not playing, I want to be out on 27. He didn't even say anything. So I got away with it a bit. <laughs> You're going to try um, and flog him? Seeing uh, You're going to try and flog him, seeing though he's not in the squad? Well, the day that um, the day that you think of your squad's deadline day, deadline oh, day is the 5th of October. Um, so the only business that happened was uh, Keko... Uh, was sold to Nance for 650k and he'll join them in January. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I was happy for because when I looked at him properly, he was on seven grand a week as well. So the board was just like licking their lips like sound. Yeah, that's fine. Like, offer two grand for Lee Grant now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I was like, no one tell that director of football which sold Keko. <laughs> director of football's Lee Grant's dad. <laughs> uh, no real signings did happen. Um, again, around the world, like I told you last time, like COVID, yeah, nothing apart from Almira in the second second division above me with the busiest player, uh, busiest team on incomings. Do you want to guess how many players they signed in this window? Fourteen. Well, I was going to say like ten, but nineteen players. Jesus! <laughs> wow, that is a wing build. That. That is really 19 cool. players. That is an overhaul of a squad. Like, oh, I was like, that. <laughs> like I'll, be, I'll, I'll be looking at that job, Gans. <laughs> but anyway, um, 10th of October, last preseason game, Real Madrid B. Um, I'm missing all key starters. Uh, 
Celso Borges, Nicolo Armini, Harvey White and Mujah Sadik are all on international duty. And I'm going to tell you about Mujah Sadik now because he becomes one of my favourite players on this game. <laughs> Young 20-year-old Spanish centre-half. And the only reason I put him in my team is he has 18 pace. Uh, so I thought, right, decent. And the kid's mint. Absolutely <laughs> mint. So we won 5-2. Quite happy with considering like my spine and my team's not playing. There's only really Harvey White that doesn't start for us. That was on international duty for England mm-hmm. under-20s. Um, so 5-2, Diego Roland scored two. First nice. start since injury. Uh, Cam... Ignacio Gonzalez scored again. Uh, Capini came off the bench and scored. And Rui Costa came off the bench and scored again. <laughs> Look at this Rui Costa, lad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, that's pre-season over. Like I say, I won't try to talk too much about pre-season because, like, let's face it, no one really gives a shit. But, but <laughs> I'm going to have to talk about it because <laughs> I haven't got much more because I'm already midway through October and that's all I've got. <laughs> so, 18th, the season finally begins. Get in. Away to Unistas. Um, my lineup, lads, is Ignet Carlos Abad, uh, right wing back. I play 4 2 3 1, all narrow cams. Uh, right back, George Valin, but I say wing back because I've got them as wing backs attack, both of them. Mm. I went ballsy a bit. Um, mainly, reason for that is I play a deep line playmaker, defend, and a ball winning midfielder, and Sadik's rapid as fuck. So I was like, right, my wing-backs gone for a wonder. I should have enough to cover. Mm. So, George Valian right-back, Mujer Sadik and Nicola Armini, centre-halves, Salva Ruiz, left-back, uh, ball in midfielder, Uche Agbo, and deep line playmaker, Celso Borges. Um, the three behind striker are on loan, Felix Nemecha and Moa, uh, paired with Ignacio Gonzalez and Diego Roland up top. Uh, I've looked at selling Diego Roland, even though he's my star player, because I nearly fell off my couch because he's on 20 grand a week. <laughs> the third tier. Oh. My average, he's 26, he's on 30, 20 grand a week. Don't get me wrong, stats wise, he's by far my best player, but my average wage is six grand a week. And he's on wow. 20. He's got to do the business. I'm genuinely excited to hear how this game goes out. Like, I'm pure on the channel. <laughs> yeah, I know. When I'm, listening to, when I'm listening to yours and you're like, Crespo, I'm like, how are you talking shit here? Like, there's no one knows <laughs> any of my players. <laughs> that's, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. So, well, you're um, in a proper damned if you do and damned if you don't situation in regards to him. You sell him, the bottle gun Raj, but if he's min. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm like. I'm like, the fans are gone. Ape if I sell him. And, and to be fair, if I sell him, my only other strikers are a 35-year-old Miku and a 20-year-old you had on loan who would, from AC Milan, Capini, who would don't know what's like. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, Rui Costa can play up front, but he's a camp. So I'm like, oh. Um, so <laughs> the best thing about footy manager, we've had the flying pre-season. First half, not one highlight, just all text. <laughs> 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 it says I've had like 12 shots but I haven't had one highlight so I'm getting into the lads like come on it should be better than this fair enough we're away from home um, so basically finish off uh, winning 2-0 um, <laughs> the new formation gives us a fright because the goal scorer was actually two goals by deep line playmaker Celso Borges 
was all like, those attacking players. Yeah, I was like, shit. And then the bad news about it was uh, two days after the game, Nicola Armini comes in, whips off his kegs and shows us his lump he's got, and he's out first seven weeks with a hernia. <laughs> oh. <sighs> so I'm mentioning that because I don't like, I don't like Jay was going through his lineups and like saying the changes. I kind of try to stay. So for the next few months, my two are Uche Agbo and Celso, and the same back four with obviously Amini coming out. Um, Bergantinos went into centre back with Sadik, which ends up being all right because Bergantinos is more, he's a CDM, but you can play centre back. Mm. And he's, as a ball playing defender, his stats are like, like really good. He's not quick because he's 35, but he's got Sadik next to him with an 18 pace. It's pure golden when you've got a rapid centre back. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's an absolute yeah. On, on that game, it makes such a difference. Yeah, like having a rapid centre back. If you get two, then that's well. I had, I had oh, two yeah. with Armini. Like he wasn't rapid, but he was quick. And then it was like, oh great, he's he's gone. Nice. <laughs> Eighteen yeah. pairs for a centre back meant like. I know. Uh, so I was happy with that. Um. So next game on the twenty fourth, uh, like I say, played the same team apart from Bergantinos coming in for Armini. Uh, it's Derby Day, if you want to call it that. Uh, Playing Celta Vigo B. <laughs> 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 I've been, but I'm informed it's a derby, so that must kill them in real life. That must kill uh, them in real life. They'll hate that. Yeah. Um, I do have another derby. There's two derbies I've got um, in the league. One's like Ferro, which are in the so they've got that to fall back on. But Celta Vigo B. Um, class. Uh, 2 0 up after 15 minutes. Felix and Metro both goals. Absolutely loving it. Awarded a penalty. Celso Borges puts away his third of the season. <laughs> and then um, second half, uh, Diego Roland got injured again. But luckily after the game, it was just a like a tight one to four yeah. days thing. Tight hamstring. Uh, but Capini came off the bench and scored two. So a bit of pressure on Roland. Whoa. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 5-1 win board happy two wins out in a, in a row and then it's, it's weird as well because I don't know I don't know what level I'm playing like that's the thing I'm like a Celtic will be good like <laughs> I sure, surely surely they aren't but you can only beat what's in front of you can't you yeah <laughs> so next game uh, is the last game in October uh, the 31st Halloween but here we go uh uh, away to Caruxo. Um, first minute, fifty seconds in. Celso Borges fourth goal of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Man's on fire from deep line playmaker. Uh, and then tense for like ages. Like I can't lie, they, they put the put us under pressure a lot. Uh, fair fair few shots. Um, but Diego Roland steps up. Comes back. I started Campini. Mm. Didn't do well from the start. Was had like a six point two. I was like Jesus. Um, brought Roland on, and he got his first of the first of the season, like in the league. Um, so can't really complain. October finished top, three wins from three. Um, people that are near us are Salamanca and Pot Pontevenda. Um, I didn't really do like. 
top goal scorer stats around the league because I don't know the players and yeah, I didn't yeah. really want to hear it. I'll do that in hopefully future seasons if I get there. But uh, I didn't well, want to. I didn't want to like bore. But we don't know and that. I uh, just just even just as long as you're doing your own club stats. Yeah, I'll do my own. I'll do my own. Like say somehow Borges is top. I would I would <laughs> I would presume with four goals he's probably top scorer in the league at the minute. <laughs> but a uh, bit of a shock there the deep lying playmaker. Ah, it's quality, man. Um, so, November starts. Straight away. Absolute kick in the bollocks. Felix in the matches, injured in training, out for six weeks. Uh, so, as uh, always. I've got a lad on loan who I didn't sign. He's on loan in real life called Jose Lara. He's on loan from Sevilla. Uh, he comes in to cam for him. and uh, So, his stats are all right. So, I'm not... Too bad, and the best thing about it was the three cams I was playing had a little bit of imbalance because they're all right footed. He's left, no, oh, that's good. So I moved Moa into like no more of the center directly behind Roland and played, uh, kept Gonzalez on the left and put Lara on the right, so cutting and stuff. Um, so on the 8th of November, straight up in front of the low. We, t- we travelled to Zamora, which I quite liked. <laughs> Big Bobby. And Jose Lara on loan, first start. Shows his frustration at the manager by scoring a first half hat-trick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just sitting there. Just bare. Happy, but a bit tense, like, oh, fuck me. Why have I... I've played this kid for about 20 minutes of the season, just bringing him on, like, here and there, and he's just bagged the first half hat-trick. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus. Um Although I'm like, uh, Depot fans, pure slate, and I should have been playing him from the start. Aye, pure. <laughs> the Arizos has gone mental, man, from the rafters, getting it in the neck. Uh, so, 4-1 at half-time, Capini scored again. Uh, to make it 4-1 at half-time and that's how it finished. Just a typical footy manager oh, I could put eight on someone here and the second half's like pure boring and shit. You and never do a... <laughs> you, <laughs> you never go on forward but they're all like nah, we'll just stay. Uh... The only <laughs> thing that pissed the only thing that pissed me off uh, 4-1 win Zamora had one shot one shot on target and went in. <laughs> I was like there you go there's footy manager. But, uh, <laughs> A big a big thing for us at the minute, lads, which I'm like really like pure happy with. Um for the last two games, right back uh Jorge Valin, he's got he's got seven point sixes in like both games. And yeah. um Salva Ruiz, who's playing for who wasn't gonna start for us, Hector Hernandez was gonna start, he's got like seven point twos and seven point fours. So the whole back four the were average rating was about seven point two four. So I was like Buzzing with my defence. Like, like I said, I don't know what I'm playing. I can only, like Jay said, I can only play what's in front of us. But at the minute, they're doing all right. Like, <laughs> I'm happy with the defence getting seven point fours and Celso Borges just smashing goals in when he, when he wants to. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's what you want, isn't it? As long as you're winning, there's no better football than winning football, mate. So, Lara finished with an 8.7 that game. And Agbo, he finished with seven point. Uh, 7.7 he's been like a proper unsung hero for us just as a ball winning midfielder 
Uh-huh. And um, quite happy for him because he keep, he's 25 year old and it keeps getting like keeps coming up. Like, should he be recall, like called up for Nigeria? And obviously, I'm like straight in the press. Like, I definitely. He's <laughs> <laughs> really not wanting him to. <laughs> but no, but you know, I, like I kept him because I thought his stats are good. And he's a ball in the midfield. He'll go with how I want to play. But I didn't expect anything from him. Yeah. And, like, nice having him. Like, like having like, oh, I'm, I'm quite like this kid. He's not. He's not banging in goals. He's not getting assists. But he's getting a solid seven. And like on most highlights, he's winning the ball back for us before when I when I, when I start an attack. So, quite looking forward to see how he gets on. Good stuff. Uh, where are we at now? On the 15th of November. Oh, that was it. Um, so and, and so it begins. Uh, problem with being in the lower divisions. Um, Cadiz have started watching Sadiq. Uh, and I'm like, oh, fucking hell, here we go. So this is where it begins with the players, really. Um, no one's watching Roland yet because he's not fully back to fitness. Uh, but Sadiq's getting watched. Obviously, twenty-one-year-old Spanish centre-half. It's getting in every under-twenty-one squad, and that it's just it's going to happen in it. Matter of time, isn't it? Because you you have to have minimum fee release clauses in the contract as well, don't yeah. you? Yeah, uh, he doesn't. Does he not? No, I don't know why. I thought that a lot. All of them seem to. But I was like, because I looked at his, I thought shit. But he doesn't. Oh. Um. So I don't know what's going on. Dues might be a. Again, the glitch, but I thought that. But on the 15th, we travel to Guayajara, uh, bottom of the league, and we just put the peasants to the sword, 2 <laughs> 0. Um, right back, Valine scored. And nice to see, um, we're awarded another penalty, but I'd already took Celsa Borges off, uh, and I was like, oh, well, Roland, I'll take this. Uh, no, upstepped. Young Englishman Harvey White <laughs> to get his first get goal in. of the season. Get in. And then I went on his I went on his stats for I'll have a look at little little Harvey, see what he's doing. His pens are 16 with like 17 composure. I was like, Wow. Sticking oh, on everything. It's like 12. <laughs> like 12, and he's not scared of anything. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Valine 7.4 again. Goal. Agbo, seven. Lara, 7.2. Still in for Salva Ruiz, 7.7. Can't complain with the defence at all. Well, great start that. Uh, Absolutely. So then, um, 22nd November, first blip of the season, first drop points. Pure boring. Nil-nil away at Salamanca in third third place, Salamanca. So I'm not going to get a lie. When I, when I was like beating teams, so when I beat Guadalajara, I thought this could be a piss this. Like, um, but it was quite nice to be brought down back to earth with a nil-nil. Like, and to be fair, say Guadalajara bottom, um, Zamora were like 12. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't hard. Like, I was beating teams that I'm supposed to beat, I think. So, first game up was Salamanca. They're in second. Um, nil-nil. Pissed us off. But, like I say, can't win them all. <laughs> um kept us five points ahead of them so like, at least I didn't lose but it meant that Ponte Verde won and they went two points behind us oh, so you're two points clear at top after that game. yeah I'm two points clear at the top but I've got one more game left and then I'm done um, 29th and like I'm pure happy that this game this game was in November so I could talk about it 
Um, you probably heard of the team. So to end the month, we hosted uh, Compostela. Oh yeah, I had a, yeah. I had a Compostela save once on team yeah. one or two. <laughs> and it's my favourite game of the season so far. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it now. It's arguably my favourite game I've ever played on Footy Manager. <laughs> wow. Just for what happens, it's just total bullshit, but it's class. Ten minutes in, um, Salva Ruiz comes up from uh, from left left back, wins a pen. Uh, Celso Borges, fifth goal of the season, one nil. Uh, Twenty minutes in, Salva Ruiz again gets down the wing, another pen. Salva Borges, sixth sixth goal of the season, two nil. <laughs> 41 minutes corner's whipped in he's all over him ref pen 3-0 Delso <laughs> Borges <laughs> no way man 53rd minute ref that's a pen 4-0 no, no so, way man so <laughs> Celso Borges and then 89th minute own goal that's fucking unreal man 5-0 Oh no! Sorry, I've got it. I've got it mixed up there. The third goal was the third goal was the own goal. So ten minutes pen, twenty minutes pen, forty-one minutes own goal, fifty-three minutes pen, eighty-nine minutes pen. Celso Borges, all four goals, all four pens. I was, laugh, I, real I was laughing my tits off on the couch. Eh? Dog was looking at us like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that. I have played so many versions of this game dating back. To 1997, and I have never had four pens in a game. <laughs> that photo is definitely gone on Instagram. <laughs> we'll put, put, put the photo photos up. Oh, I love okay. the converted all four, man. Well, I, was like, no, I, was gonna, I was like, he's going to miss one. Like the first one, you know, when you get a footy mind, you just think oh, he's going to miss this. Yeah. Especially with the, I know you've noticed it on 20, there was that glitch where strikers and that just missed pens all the time. Or a pen. So he scored it and then he scored the second. I thought the hat-trick one he was going to miss. Bam. And then the 89th minute. I started to even think to myself, why have I left him on? Like, he's got <laughs> he's got a hat-trick, and I, but I've still left him on the 89th minute. He's not letting any of the strikers have it. He's still stepping up. <laughs> you want I, Confidence. So he finished with an 8.9 rating. Um, <laughs> tell you what was funny, lads. I didn't really notice. I was only making three subs. I can make five. I've been making three all season. <laughs> I can make five. <laughs> <laughs> you were fucking up. I'm not getting minutes. Like, so, got three yeah. subs? So, like, the only subs I've been making, really, I bought um, Ignacio Gonzalez on. No, I brought Ray, I've got a cam called Rayco. I know I haven't really mentioned him yet, but I do quite like him. He, he gets decent ratings. He had a 7.1 because I think he won the last pen. Uh, Ignacio Gonzalez off, Agbo off. That's why Borges probably played the whole game because I brought Harvey White on for Agbo. Yeah. Uh, and Rola went off for Campini. But um, yeah, that's it for for November. Um, I finished Ponte Verde. Uh, they got beat. So I finished November five points clear. Bad quality. Uh, in second. Um, like little things to talk about. I think. I didn't tally it up. I think that's Borges with nine goals <laughs> from deep lying playmaker. One, two, three, four. Four pins, man. Five, six, seven. Seven. He's on. Wow. But uh yeah, quite quite happy with it. Um seven games, like seven games played, and he's got seven goals. 
That's pure. That's, um, sounds like a pure enjoyable save. Like nine, nineteen points, um, five points clear. Point of ender. Uh, little things I'll like say. Like say, quite pleased with Agbo. Like little players. Uh, after pre-season, he had quite disappointed in Gonzalez in camp. He's done next to fucking out. Like uh, say, Lara coming on's like been a decent spark because. Until he got injured, Nemecha was the only one really doing out. Moa hasn't scored. He's got a few assists, but he hasn't scored. Uh, Rayko's came off the bench and done done bits. So the players I expected aren't doing the bits. The players I didn't expect are like my fullbacks and Capini's having a better season than Roland at the minute, which is like that's putting in the head like twenty grand a week, and he's doing <laughs> he's not doing much here. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, that finishes me in November, lads. I'll I'll stop talking shit. About players you've never heard of. <laughs> that must have killed you having that game and not being able to talk because, like, like the pen game viewers, like we, we aren't talking to each other about these saves. Like in yeah, this, like, as recording, this is the first we're hearing about each other's saves, and it's like we, we talk every day and we talk about football manager every day, and it's it's brutal not being able to talk about <laughs> these. That must have killed you having a game where you score four pens and not being able to say absolutely. I, I messaged my cousin who doesn't play a footy manager about that game because I couldn't hold it in. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, look at this, what I've just done on footy manager. I sent him a screenshot on that, like, four pens because I couldn't send it to use. I wouldn't even send it to him if I, did, if I could talk to you. I was like, four pens in a game, man. <laughs> okay, man. And an own goal to top it off. <laughs> Unreal. Love it. Bye. Can't wait for the next few months, lads. But yeah, send over to send over to Birmingham. Yeah, getting the DeLorean and back to 1999, Birmingham. <laughs> Nathan Cupid, take t- 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 the lead. So, recap. I got to a quarter-final finish in the Intertoto Cup. The board enjoyed it. I um, opened the season with a defeat to Tottenham. And then quite a busy season, quite busy opening league fixtures. Five games in the month, and we went the rest of the month unbeaten, apart from the Tottenham game. Ended up finishing that month in fourth position, so I thought I'm doing all right here. Uh, then comes a big game against Liverpool, first game of September. Lo and behold, Dean Dublin's injured, can't play the game. So it's a completely like we're well, not completely rearrange it all, but. Obviously swapped him, put David Connolly in up front with Gustavo Bartelt. That is a difference. <laughs> and, Big old uh, powerhouse for little David Connolly. <laughs> so I had in the build-up to the game, I had Gerard Hulier saying Astabel have no chance. Uh I came back and said, You don't know, we'll upset the apple cart a bit. He came back and said, Mate, no chance. Even England manager Kevin Keegan said that Liverpool would walk it without Dion Dublin and went and spanked them two on Anfield, didn't I? <laughs> I thought you were building this up for a defeat. Get in. No, no. I absolutely spanked them. Like I had 78% possession, 12 goals on target, only scored two. And this is without Super Dion. So imagine if he played and rinsed them. <laughs> Both goals came from Bartel and David Connolly, David Connolly with an 89th minute winner. Nice, oh, I love it. First goal and all, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, honestly, I was. Calbone got man of the match and two assists. So, who's got the other? 
Bartelt. Bartelt, nice. Yeah. Uh, so I was the, the, man, that. the man who was shit in real life, Nave's getting a, getting a string out of him. I, I get a string out of him. <laughs> oh, I can manage, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously, I'm straight in the press, calling Hulier and Keegan everything under the sun. <laughs> um, Merson got injured for a month after coming out of that game, so I was like, I've lost my right-sided midfielder now, so I don't know what to do. So I went into the next game, played Leeds United at home, uh, sorry, away at Elland Road. Uh, Super Dion's back. So go, beat them 2 0. Goals from Dion Dublin and Hugo Ahiog. Uh, Fuck the FA Cup, you're over the league here. <laughs> <laughs> Julian Joachim can play as a right-sided midfielder as well, as a striker. So I just put him in for Paul Merson and he got sent off after 10 minutes. So he's not getting anywhere near my squad ever again. Somehow managed, somehow managed to pull off a 2-0 win. Um, <laughs> yeah, and after that game, we've moved from fourth in the league to third in the league. Level points with Arsenal on, I think it was about 16 points. 16 points. And... Um, Level on Man United were obviously running away with the league, but uh, me and Arsenal early joint joint second, but I'm third. So I was <laughs> absolutely loving it. Like, oh, this is this is it. I'm I'm going for it here. Uh just three games in September, really. Nothing else really happened. Um at home to Derby County. We obviously Julian Joachim's suspended, Paul Merson's injured. So I brought in a youth player from the reserves, Michael Standing. Never heard of him at all. But, I, um, I only know I only know of him because of Champ Man. Like, <laughs> and, and, when you, and that's it. So I brought him in, and um, he did all right. He got a rating of a seven, but I got a one-all draw. Um, Malcolm Christie opened the scoring for Derby County, and then that man again, Dion Dublin, with an 88 for minute penalty. Jesus, man. <laughs> levels levels the score, make it one each. We finish one each. I finished September unbeaten, seven games unbeaten. They can total like leading from the previous month. Yeah. Dion mm-hmm. Dublin goes, he's the Premier League's top goal scorer at the minute. So I'm thinking, yeah, we're riding high. We finished September in third. I'm thinking, bollocks to the FA Cup, but I'm going for the league here, uh, Europe. There's an international break. So I'm thinking, sweet. He's the Premier League's top goal scorer, he's the club's top goal scorer. He's only got one England cap to his name. Surely to God, Kevin <laughs> Keegan will see sense and pick him. No. <laughs> no. He drops Andy Cole and he brings in Les Ferdinand, who's got like one goal. And I'm like, mate, Dion's got like 11 goals or something. He's got like 14 goals all season. So I've gone in the press and I've called Keegan everything under the sun. <laughs> and he's trying to justify his decision. But I'm arguing with him. So I've now changed my goal from instead of winning the FA Cup, I'm getting this man in the England squad. Dion <laughs> Dublin is getting in the England squad. I will not rest until I get Dion in the England squad because it's unfair. It's unjustified. You've got Shearer, Owen, Fowler, and now Les Ferdinand as strikers. Dion's better than all of them. <laughs> that's, a, that's a travesty. He's not being called up. Oh, honestly. So obviously I've gone. I've obviously lost one game in September. In, I've gone that month, unbe- unbeaten. 
They've gone a seven-game unbeaten streak. So I obviously win Manager of the Month for September. So I'm absolutely chuffed a bit with it. And the board are loving it. Fans are loving it. And obviously the Villa in third of the Premier League, level on points of Arsenal. And we're only three behind Man United and Dylan's left us. Oh, we've lost Dylan. Um, should, should we we'll take... carry on and see what the crack is? Do you want to carry on or do you want to pause? Um, well, oh, no. So, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty there, but we're back again. Yeah. Um, so, so carry on, Don't get shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've changed my goal from winning the FA Cup to get Dion into the England squad. I, I, think, I, I think it should be a dual goal, that. Yeah. Well, we'll do that then. Yeah. Due to the unjustification of Sir Les getting in over Dion, absolutely depressing. <laughs> so, in in generally, see you getting pissed off at home about that. <laughs> oh yeah, like don't um, a laptop, man. Like, raging. He keeps like he keeps picking Barry, Southgate, and James, and like they're not even like they're not even like standout players of the squads. To be fair, like. Ehiog's pulling out better numbers than Southgate and it, I don't know. It's just really annoying me that he's not getting in the squad. So, in true football manager form, unbeaten in seven, I'm manager of the month, third in the league, we're flying high. Gareth Barry is suspended and Yuko Ehiog gets injured. Uh, I have an away game against Wimbledon. And I go and get beat 1-0. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> oh, so Barry was swapped for George Boateng and David May came in for Hugo Heog. <laughs> and I'm actually surprised to say that David May actually had a bad game there. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Barry playing? CDM? CDM, yeah. But he can, play on the le- bit, he? he can play on the left wing or he can play left back as well. So that's quite good that he can play in three positions. But I play him in the middle because... He's just he's, that's this way he's most effective, really. But um, yeah, lost one nil to a Neil Hardley goal away at Wimbledon. Oh, so, Neil Hardley. I know. I was so so upset. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, you know, the seven game beat and runs gone so far. Fine, we'll focus. My uh, Arsenal actually dropped points, so we were still level on points. Um, moved on. So the next game, I went back to Villa Park in a game against Newcastle United. Um, people were starting to get tired, so Michael Reisinger was knackered, so I swapped in for Mark Delaney. Um, Echiog, Ech- Merson and Barry came back, so I was like, sweet. Standings out, uh, Boateng's out, May's out. We've got like a kind of a we're back to our core. And then I go and get beat 2-0. Duncan Ferguson with a brace. Oh, net. So, but that stunk. The curse of manager of the month has well and truly got me. Like just nothing, <laughs> nothing I did would would work. Like even like Dion's missing chances, and that never happens. <laughs> it must so, be impressive because because you started your season so early with the Intertoto Cup, your players will be getting like goose from this. You, you know, you you need a twenty-two day international break. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I was needing. I was in need of something. I was. I was questioning it. Like I was like, why is he not scoring goals? You know what I mean? Like. And then we came to the, the conclusion that then he must be trying to flip a property in Birmingham or something. <laughs> you know, something's, like, something's on his mind. So then we moved on 
Everton and we go to a managerless bottom of the league, Leicester City. We played them. A bit of a system change. Hugo Echiog still a bit lacking in fitness, so I took him out and I gave Olaf Melberg a Premier League debut. Nice. 21-year-old Olaf Melberg a Premier League debut. And we go and win 3-0. So I was like, come on, we're going for it. 3-0, goals from George Boateng, which I was surprised at. Uh, Carl Bonet scores a pearl of a free kick. <laughs> Left-hand side of the box, but he puts it in the right-hand corner. Like, oh, Benito, what a goal. <laughs> and Dion is firing again. <laughs> again. So, obviously, I'd lost two games in a row, so I dropped from third to seventh. And uh, obviously, that 3-0 win took us back up to third, joint joint second with Arsenal. Both of us are on 19 points. Man United are on 22, 27 or something. I can't remember. But I'm back third. And then away game at Hillsborough against Sheffield Wednesday. Gareth Barry's injured. So I brought in Ian Taylor because George Boateng's just, I know he's scored, but like he's just knackered and garbage for some reason. So I brought in Ian Taylor, but you're an old mush. You know how to play the game. I'll give you a go. And go and get a one-all draw. I was winning 1-0 for 85 minutes. Dion Dublin scored off a corner, like the dubs back. And then Giles did build scores the oh, night, a 93rd minute God. equaliser. That's that's humping that. So at this point, um, the noose is coming. Like the noose is coming. Like I've had such a good two months, and then I've just been absolutely rinsed. Like one win in one, two, in one win in four games, man. You know, like not good at all. So we have a team meeting. <laughs> That's early on to be able to team meeting that. <laughs> Mate, we're in a bad vein of form. To be fair, David James gets injured after this game and he's out for two months. Oh no. So I am stuck. I'm stuck with two star rating Peter Inkelman. <laughs> <laughs> so I am literally it's either him or a 17 year old Boaz Myhill so I was thinking I'll give Boaz Myhill his opportunity so put him in the squad I've put him in the squad I've put him in the squad and then it comes to the first game in November and then I can't play him because he's going away for some tournament with the USA under 20s who knew that Boaz Myhill could play for the USA? Certainly not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't play him. JMO's injured for two months. I'm going to have to stick Enks in goal, aren't I? So, it's just an absolute nightmare to be honest with you. <laughs> Villa Park against West Ham. Melberg's crocked. Alan Thompson's crocked. So, Hugo Echiog comes back in. Joachim comes in on the left-hand side of midfield. Completely out of position, but I've got no one else. Uh, Lee Hendry comes in for Ian Taylor. And obviously, incomings in goals. And we won 3-2. <laughs> Bloody hell. West Ham have um, a good side on that, I know. Honestly, like, West Ham have got a ridiculous squad, to be fair. We beat them 3-2. Dion Dublin scored two, obviously. Um <laughs> Julian Joachim gets the third and two goals from podcast favourite Trevor Sinclair. Oh, teasing. Beautiful, to be fair. No bicycle kicks, just two free kicks. Beautiful. But like, that West Ham squad's phenomenal. It's got like Lampard, 
Canute, um, De Canio, Rio, Rio Ferdinand, De Canio, Joe Cole, Carrick. Oh, Michael Carrick's in there. Like, whoa, what is that? Like, we've got Razor Ruddock at centre half, to be fair, but <laughs> like, what a side. And then obviously, Keegan picks another England squad. Still no Dion. Like, this is not like not on. And to be fair, Keegan hasn't even won a single game yet. He's only picked up. He's picked up a point in a, a draw against Denmark. He's Mate, it, could be, it could be you that picks Dion for England. <laughs> you, you might get the England job. This is why I'm wearing the shirt because I've called him out and I said his job went from like okay to insecure. As soon as I'd seen the job was insecure, right click. Put, like, not like declare interest. So in the press, Nathan <laughs> Cupid declares in- interest in the England Post. Oh, and uh, I thought, oh, I'm just gonna get laughed at here. To be fair, like, but then I thought, no, you know what? Fuck it, I'm fucking. I've gone from third to fifth, but still, like, I, I was manager of the month last month. Dion Dublin's firing goals. <laughs> I was third with the Villa man. Like, oh, I deserve oh. at least a shot. And then. Um, just before my next game, the FA it came up like in a press conference, well, not like a press conference, but like a statement. It was like the FA consider Cupid's Cupid's interest. So I was like, oh, oh never mind winning the FA Cup with Dion. Now I'm going to win the Euros with Dion. So, and then nothing, it kind of cooled off after that. Oh, good God. So then I go up to the North East again in an away game against Sunderland, a bit close to, close to the heart. And, um, I hate playing football manager. Doesn't want you if you've ever had to do it. No. Well, it's, can't, it wasn't, can't it wasn't nice. It wasn't nice. Like I wanted to win, but at the same time, and in just it was Sunderland that kind of time. I, I got beat two one. I took the lead with Benito Carbone, and then Quinn and Phillips go and score. Kevin Phillips scored an eighty seventh minute winner. So heartbroken to lose again. But if you're going to lose to Quinn and Phillips, then fair enough. You know what I mean. <laughs> Um, Southgate got injured in training. So that was good. So he's not in the England squad no more. So there's a chance that David May could get in. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. So he's out. So I'll put Melbourne in. And obviously, we got beat 2 1. But um, just the goals, like, do you know when you're just like, obviously, he's got two, he's like a two star rating for Peter Enkelman. And JMO is like four and a half. But you know when you just like you know the goals and you're like you're watching it and you're like, Jmo saves that. Eh? <laughs> like you just know that Jmo is going to save them and they're just shitty sloppy goals that he's letting in. So I went into the transfer market and obviously I can't sign. They can't join until January. Another thing, like you know, I signed Wesley Schneider. Yeah. I thought he was yeah. going to join there and then. No, he can't join until January. So I'm somehow I'm managing to struggle without Wesley Schneider. Um. <laughs> So I agreed a fee with Middlesbrough, £1.6 million, and I brought in Max Water. So he's joining in January, and then <laughs> out. Enkelman is gone. I tried to get Mark Crossley, but Nottingham Forest wanted like £5 million for him. It's like, <laughs> Oofed. Mate, like £5 million? Not a chance. £5 million for big norms. <laughs> Who are you going to start, though? Who are you going to um, start? Because Julie Schwartz is a starter on that game. Well... He is for the borough, but you know when it comes up on your contract, it was like he wanted to be a regular starter. So I was like, mate, not really. I've got JMO, man. He's an English no, boy. You're gonna sign him and then just like try and keep him happy as a second choice. Well, I put that. I put down as like 
it, like he'll play, he'll play regular. Obviously, he's not going to play regular, but I brought him in anyway. So I, I mean, I've told a little white lie to Swarty, but you know, Jamo's <laughs> Jamo's still injured, so he'll get game time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also sold Ian Taylor. Ian Taylor went to Middlesbrough for a fee of four point two million. Yeah. So like that's a nice little a nice little income. So, so that, that's coming in in the January. That's coming in the January. So that le- kind of leaves me with Boateng, Barry and Hendry for like central midfielders. Yeah. But like Alan Thompson's a bit with at left wing. So, but Hendry can play out on the left wing, which I've never heard of ever. But Lendry, Lee Hendry can play out there. So he's been playing out there quite a lot. So I went to the market and I tried to sign Trace Owen Hargreaves from Bayern Munich. <laughs> yes. You can, but he's only worth 65 grand. I'll put in a bid for 110 grand. No, we want 38 million pounds. They... <laughs> okay, now. Yeah, I've got like four. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get Jonathan Green in from Man United. I'm not having it. Man United want 20 million for him. Trying to get Michael Carrick from West Ham. West Ham wants 60 million for Michael Carrick. Jesus. Are you having a day off? And then I tried to go for Jimmy Bullard and they wanted 20 million for Jimmy Bullard. So I'm like, I am not getting any of these players that would make at least some form of impact in the middle of the park. So I went to Ipswich and signed Matt Holland for 200k. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got Wesley Snyder. I quite, I quite like it. I don't know why. I as well. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't, but I quite like it. So I've got Max Water, Wesley Schneider and Matt Holland coming in. In January, so that's for the title ball. push. No. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to put this. Hey, if you want to win leagues, you've got to go and buy players like Matt Holland. <laughs> <laughs> um, Get yourself to Argentina, son. That's where you want to go. <laughs> honestly, man. Um, so then, in the away game at Stamford Bridge against Chelsea, still no Southgate, still no JMO. Go and get beat two 0 G, uh, Gianfranco Zola with both goals. You literally cannot stop that man. You know, what I mean? it's another one, another one you can't really complain about there, can you? No. Like, oh, nah. I, I'd stuck Olaf Melberg on him, like, just, just move, just, just follow him. Nah, nah, not at all. Um, at this point, I'm still like, we're worrying about the fact that not the fact that Dion's not scoring, but like, I've got David Connolly I've brought in, not scoring. Bartels all of a sudden just dried up. Um, so I'm kind of like struggling for goals. So I went into the reserves and checked to see like who was the best because obviously if you've watched episode one or listened to episode one, you found out that I had signed a 15-year-old Dean Ashton. <laughs> so I thought maybe yes. Dino could give me something that I need. And uh, no, my coaches were like, he's no, don't take him up. But Darius Vassell's on fire. So I thought I'll give Vassell his debut in the Premier League. So we play Brad... Philip Bradford in the last game of November, and we get get a one all draw. Vassell does all right. He gets the assist for Carbone, and then Andy O'Brien scores a 90th minute equaliser. And then I, I dropped a ninth. <laughs> you dropped as low as ninth. Um, yeah, I've I've so I've gone from being unbeaten in seven, third, level on points with Arsenal, to like manager and mum. FA considering my request to be England manager to ninth in the league and signing Matt Holland. So, <laughs> it's a bit, 
bit of a downward spiral, but Christmas is coming. You never know. Um, but that, that's it, really. Um, I don't want to go into too much with my like 11s and things like that, but obviously my, my top performing player at the minute is Dion Dublin. Um, but apart from that, Nothing else is really standing out. Like you love, you love the cup draw coming up as well. Yeah, I have. <laughs> it's coming up soon. But uh, to be honest with you, it's just JMO. JMO's injury has absolutely rippled. There's two months without any, like England's second choice goalkeeper. It's no, that's making that. It's a ming in time as well because you'll have loads of fixtures in December. Yeah, and I was doing so well. Like we were flying. We were doing really well, and then get hit with that. And then my next fixtures, I think my next fixtures against Man United, and then I've got Arsenal after. Um, I think I've got. I'm trying to remember who else I've got, but I'm I'm sure I've got Man United next, which isn't going to be good because they're on fire and running away with the league. When the when the when the third round of the cup comes round, are you, are you just you won't, you won't be rotating players? Are you? you'll be playing your strongest teams and every oh, round. No, I'm going. I am going foot to the floor. Like I am taking this. <laughs> I am taking the FA Cup. <laughs> the FA Cup is coming to the Midlands, regardless. I, Even if it's a final against like Coventry or something, at least it's coming to the Midlands. They got they got to the final that season. They did, mate. They did. They got to the final that season. Is it? It's the last. Technically, it's the last FA Cup at Wembley, isn't it? Yeah, going against Chelsea. Aye. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather not play Chelsea the way Gianfranco Zola is playing at the minute. <laughs> like, oh, it's just so infuriating, like. You can be like, but it's like I say, it's just football manager. Like, I am enjoying it. Like, don't get me wrong, I was absolutely heartbroken when David James rocked for two months. But, you know That's what I mean? Right. It's football manager. I know. It's ridiculous. Like, you, pre- you press the space bar to move it on to the next day, and then it, it's like loading. You could be like, oh, like, I'm doing pure well. Like, probably enjoying this save, and then it pops up, boom. Like, like you said, David James out two months. Oh, it was like me, yeah. Buffon out four to six weeks. No, oh, for fuck's sake. It's just annoying. Yeah. Like, oh, no, shit, shit thing as well. Like, for me, Armenia, uh, Armenia, hernia. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Why? There was a on on Champman Four, the really glitchy one, the uh, or two or three. There's like, um, in players are always out with like fractured arms and dislocated shoulders all the time. <laughs> it's like, how many footballers do you hear have dislocated shoulders and fractured arms? And you're getting like four every like few weeks. <laughs> nah, it's, like, it's just it's just it's just football manager it? there's always something like that around the corner but we can still like I am like enjoying it and I'm looking forward to my new signings coming in like it's always it's always a buzz that when you get can't wait to see how Schneider links up with Matt Holland <laughs> but, um, well he's got Holland in his name so it'll maybe be pure minutes <laughs> you never know when Matt Holland is he's young he might be absolutely good for you might be like a burst of energy you need like I it, think so. Like we need something. We need something. Like if if it's the Matt Holland that turned up for Ireland in the 2002 World Cup, then you're on to an absolute winner. <laughs> that, that I am considering. I am considering a couple of a couple more. I'm trying to get. I'm thinking of getting a couple more out the window. I'm yeah. Trying to bring some more in. Yeah, I'm thinking of getting rid of Alan Thompson. And I'm thinking of getting rid of Alan Wright as well. Because Dennis Irwin's become available at Man United. <laughs> so, oh, oh I fucking, I fucking hope when we do episode three of Football Manager Chronicles that you've got Dave, Dennis Irwin lined up coming in in the January. 
I just I want a good to... December so I can become England manager. <laughs> uh, I want to sack goal two off next week and just do football manager three. This <laughs> 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 is the best thing we've ever done this. I don't know. To be fair, I'd, I'd be pure game for that. <laughs> <laughs> but like I say, look at, looking forward to the next three months and see. We've got a January transfer window to go through now. So oh, yes. That's going to be fun. Cool. Can't wait to hear how everyone's January transfer window goes. Same. Um, right, should we? That's it then, isn't it? That's All it. Yeah. And dusted for um, episode, uh, prawn sandwich podcast and another episode of Football Manager Chronicles. Yeah. Do you want to? If you want to follow the updates on Instagram, it's prawn underscore sandwich for the hold. Um, I don't do them all as one. Just keep an eye out for them. I do them like separate days for the lads. Uh, just, just screenshots. It's just screenshots of our our season so far and stuff. So the first lot of three are on there now. And then once this episode's released, it'll we'll, we'll put all up. Yeah, and they're, they're available on Twitter <laughs> as well, which is at Prawn. It's at Prawn Podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Handle. And uh, send us yours. That's uh, <laughs> ah, it's mint getting people's. Uh, Absolutely. It's, it's unbelievable. Send us yours. Want to see them. And uh, again, like big shout out to the uh, FM Retro Group as well for the database me and Nathan using on FM20. And uh, yeah, so that's it. Till the next time. How's the bacon, did you say? It's Dutra. Oh, what a fantastic hit! Roy Keane on Holland. Here's Sancho. Aguero! Oh, 